Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You have gotten past the morning sickness and you are in your golden trimester. Your baby is developing rapidly and you have lots more appointments with your care provider. Today, we're going to be talking about the second trimester of pregnancy and all the exciting things that are going to happen with you and your baby. I'm Dr. Goycochea, a board-certified OBGYN, and this is Preggy Pals, episode 101. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit. I've got kinkles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Annie Laird. Thanks to all of our loyal listeners who have joined the Preggy Pals Club. Our members get special episodes, bonus content after each show, plus special giveaways and discounts. See our website for more information. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals app, and this is available both in the Android Marketplace and the iTunes Marketplace. Now, here's Samantha. She's our brand new producer. Yay! And she is going to be giving us some information about our virtual panelist program. So take it away, Samantha. Thank you so much, Annie. So if you don't live in San Diego, but you'd like to be a panelist on our show, you can still participate through our virtual panelist program. Just like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter using hashtag PreggyPalsVP. We'll post questions throughout the week prior to our taping, and we'd love for you to comment so you can we can incorporate your thoughts into our episode. You can also submit your questions directly to our experts. Learn more about our virtual panelist program through the community section on our website www.preggypals.com. All right. Just a little bit more about myself and the producer today. I'm Annie. I'm 35, a government contractor by day and uh, kind of labor do list, starting to get back into that a little bit. So, uh, and then podcast host, blogger. Don't have a due date. I have three little girls, uh, a grade schooler, a toddler, and then my, I don't know if she, I can call her a newborn. Can I call a newborn what, if she's 20 pounds? I don't know. <laughs> They're just big and they just like to eat. A lot. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, vaginal birth for all my all my kids. So, uh, one in the hospital, one a home birth that transferred to the hospital. That was a load of fun. And then uh, the last one was a home birth. So, that's, that's me in a nutshell. So, Samantha, what about you? All right. So, I'm Samantha. I'm 22. I'm a barista by morning. And well, you're the coffee bean. I am at the coffee bean. Yeah. And a producer by afternoon. Um, I do not have a due date, although I wish I did. I have one little girl. She's going to be 18 months and is already getting into the terrible twos. Wait, what's the, when's her birthday? She was born in October of 2012. Ah, okay. All right. So she's a little bit, she's still just a little bit younger than my Lucy. That's a fun age. So, because it starts. She's a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive spin on that. So, you know, but it's fun because they, they just start to like learn a lot more words around that age. Yes. So. That's the best part. Yeah. The best. Yeah. And she was an unexpected cesarean. So I'm hoping for a V back next time around. Oh, awesome.
familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Well, let's go into our uh, our featured segment then. This go- goes really well uh, with uh, what you were saying about your labor, uh, Samantha. It's New Jersey mom gives birth in a nail salon. So you did not give birth in a nail salon. No, you had no. You had 26 hours. <laughs> 26, 29, 26? 29. 29 hours of labor. Wow. So Sergio Rubenstein, she's uh, had her newborn Damien in a nail salon. So her, I guess her firstborn here, uh, she had him. Uh, I'm sorry, she had her little girl uh, three years previously, and it was a, you know, typical kind of first long labor and all that. And uh, I guess it took more than a day. So she thought, well, I'm not going to go and, you know, hang out at uh, at the hospital. So she decided to get a uh, manicure. So she was already in early labor and decided to Yeah, she was in early it. labor, you know, and so she decided to go to the nail salon and... Uh, so her labor produced quickly after she got the manicure. I guess she went also to get a massage, a manicure, and a pedicure. But wow. uh, her husband got summoned to the salon, uh, as was an ambulance. And Sergio, her husband, came just in time, and the baby was born in the bathroom of the <gasps> nail salon. Oh, yeah, so you hope you, they're using their barbicide, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> The salon's owner, Nancy Wang, she was en route to the salon during the delivery. Uh, When she arrived, the baby was already born. Uh, She was still sitting in the bathroom for some reason. And then very shortly after that, the ambulance came. But uh, she says, everybody was very nervous. I was happy the baby was born and was doing fine. So, you know, Samantha, maybe that is, uh, you know, a way to get labor going. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I had friends that, you know, they went and got a facial. A very very good friend of mine, she decided, well, you know, maybe I think today's the day. I'm going to go get a facial. And uh, she barely made it home. (gasps) Wow. And, uh, you know, the birth photographer, who's also another dear friend of mine, showed up at the house and she was the, the first one. He She was the first one to get there even before the husband was. So I know something about, you know, just treating yourself and pampering yourself. And there maybe, you maybe too, you know, with second babies. I mean, my second baby, I think that took me a little bit by surprise. You know, really? by the time. Yeah. Fast second baby. So there you go. So lesson learned from New Jersey mom from Anna Rubenstein in New Jersey. Go to the nail salon if you want to have a quick second birth. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Bumble. 
Today on Preggy Pals, we're continuing our series on fetal development, moving on to the second trimester. So first, to tr- if you remember, uh, we had an episode about this earlier on uh, a few months ago, and it was we kicked it off with the first trimester. So it was a lot of, hey, this is how you deal with morning sickness. Here's all of the stuff that's going on with your baby and the development. So now we're moving on to the second trimester. So our expert is Dr. Goyko Chea, and he is uh, works at uh, Sharp Grossman Hospital. He's previously served as the hospital's OBGYN department chairman. Dr. Goykochea, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Yeah, so now what, uh, talking about second trimester, what weeks of pregnancy usually correlate with the second trimester? Oh, usually we say between 13 to 26 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when you say that, we count from the first day of uh, the last period. We okay. Know you don't consider for two, so for the, la- the next two weeks. So it's a lot of confusion, but usually it's yeah. around... 13 to uh, 26 weeks. Oh, okay. So, that, yeah, that's about months four to four to six. Four to six, correct. Yeah. It's so funny because sometimes you'll go on um, websites, uh, at least I did when I was pregnant, and like Baby Center. I don't know if Samantha, you oh, did yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and you're like, you know, and, and it's tough because with that first trimester, I think a lot of women don't tell um, – Maybe that you know they probably tell their partner, but not a lot of other people work and whatnot. My and they friends. say, "I'm going to get out of my first trimester and get into the second trimester, so I know the pregnancy's solid, the baby's good, the baby's healthy." Uh, you know, and so for they someone to tell on social media or anything, yeah, like that, right? Yeah, well, some people, some people do, some people don't, but yeah, you know, and so you want to wait till the end of first trimester, but it's confusing sometimes. You go on these websites and you're like, "When is? Is it twelve weeks? Is, is it twelve weeks? weeks? Fourteen weeks? I don't know." Yeah, so doctor, what percentage of women get relief from morning sickness during the second trimester? Uh, well over 50%. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's a big change. <laughs> yeah, I would say my friend uh, Cherry, she just had her baby. I was just showing uh, pictures before we started taping here to uh, Samantha. And uh, yeah, she had terrible uh, morning sickness. Uh, I'm trying to think, of what's the what's the term uh, for when they have it throughout the whole pregnancy? It's like hyper or something? Hyperemesis gravidarum. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she, uh, she had that throughout her pregnancy. So. Th- they're pretty miserable. Yeah. The yeah. doctor centers are miserable too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along with them. <laughs> yeah. I only had morning sickness really in my, my first trimester, and that was bad enough. It was the worst... I know. Samantha, did you have it? Uh, I any? did six to 12 weeks. Those six weeks were miserable. But, you yeah. know, I didn't have morning sickness. I had afternoon sickness. So it was like 2 p.m. through the rest of the day. The morning was fantastic. So I'd get everything done I needed to during the morning. Now, were you working at the coffee bean at that time? I or? still was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was the morning shift because 2 Good. p.m. the rest of the day, I was out. Yeah. Th- th- that's a misnomer. You're right. It, it, it's not the morning. It should be more called. Uh, N- uh, nausea of pregnancy, yeah, rather or the rather morning sickness because it can happen anytime, mm-hmm. and often can be in the afternoon, um, but can be hard. No, yes. yeah, and you mentioned so twelve weeks, and for me it was yeah, it was like twelve, thirteen weeks, and all of a sudden it was like the clouds parted and like mm. oh, your belly you know? bump showing. You're exactly, like, yes, I feel great. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, what what causes that big shift? Why do so many women get that relief in their second trimester? Well, if we go as, if we can try to ask what causes it, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, we don't know. We think that it's a, a combination of uh, um, uh, hormones produced in the placenta, the uh, ACG or human chorionic gonadotropin. That's a hormone that is produced in high levels during the second trimester, during the f- uh, first trimester. Mm-hmm. High levels of estrogen, and you get that with the birth control pills. You get nauseated. High levels of progesterone. So all this happened more in the first 
uh, in the first trimester. Second trimester begin to come down. Oh, okay. So I would think that if you're going to think that uh, the elevation causes the uh, morning sickness, that if it starts coming down, that you get a relief of that. There is also some uh, psychosocial uh, involvement in it. And there is also maybe improvement on that that also makes uh, improvement on the uh, nausea in the morning sickness, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, I mean, that was one thing uh, during the morning sickness of uh, my first trimester. That was the only thing that I had was, you know what, at least this is probably, and like you're saying, it's all, a lot of these hormones are in elevated levels during that first trimester. And so that was the only thing I held on to. Like, you know what, I'm going to be grateful that I'm sick, uh, especially since I had several losses in between uh, my first and my second pregnancy, three of them, um, that said, you know, I'm just going to hold on to the fact that this means that this is encouraging. Yeah, that that it's a healthy baby, that the pregnancy is going to stick this time. And it did. Yeah. So she's very large and very loud now. And yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful, though. Now, when is the sex of the baby apparent? Is that something that you can tell by ultrasound right at the beginning of the second trimester? Or? It's almost at the 14 weeks you can get it. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, You can probably detect at a time, especially if uh, it's doing an eagle spread. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're very shy. Crossing Hi, mom. Right, yeah. right, here it is for you. Yeah. Uh, usually around that time, you oh. can tell. Yeah. Now, um, and if a woman is getting like amniocentesis or something like that, they would definitely be able to tell like I wouldn't I don't want to say 100% but that would be a better indicator than um if like an ultrasound is that correct well if you do the amnio as opposed to the ultrasound mm-hmm. yeah well when you do the amnio generally you do it for chromosomal studies right and then definitely you get the chromosomes there yeah, yeah. so then yeah you definitely know right. if it was a boy or a girl right. as opposed to you know having a surprise right. with an ultrasound so I yeah but I imagine yeah earlier on you know there's just Less baby, you know, the baby's not quite as big in right at the beginning of the second trimester Correct. as opposed. Because um, I know Samantha, when did you have your your ultrasound, or did you have multiple? Ultrasounds? So I was that mom that paid to go get an ultrasound, like as soon as you could yeah. to find out what it was. But I already had a really good intuition. I told everybody, I was like, I already start buying pink stuff. Like I already know it's going to be a girl. And then a month later, they were like, yeah, yeah, it's a girl. So, but next time we don't plan on finding out. So I'm, I'm kind of both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you know, and, and I'd like to talk with that. Well, you've, you know, been an OBGYN for quite some time now. Have you noticed that women are starting to not find out uh, what the gender is, or is it more often that you, that you uh, find actually, out? Actually, later I have a few that have, do not want to know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have uh, four children, and I never knew who the sex was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, yeah. all, they're all boys, but I never knew until <laughs> at the end. When can the baby's hearing develop to the point that he can hear what's going on in conversations between mom and dad, siblings arguing, uh, all that? Uh, probably the you know the ears begin to form around 14 weeks. Mm-hmm. Probably is more like about 22, 24 weeks when you're beginning to hear that. Mm-hmm. And they hear a lot mom because it just reverberates by uh, their own talking and, and sound travels through their body at the uh, uh, fluid to the baby. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that the baby remembers the most and starts uh, right around 24 uh, weeks. Yeah. I, and I think that's so neat every every birth that I have the privilege of attending uh, as a labor doula to see that when the baby is placed on mom's chest to see just that eye contact. And that, that's amazing. She, he's never seen the mother before, but like you're saying, yeah. he hears that, her. That, that's he a, knows that's her. amazing. In spite of having done 
Thanos Delivery is always an amazing uh, episode to happen right at yeah. the moment. This is great. When we come back, we'll discuss when the first movements are felt, otherwise called as quickening. We'll be right back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Today we're talking about fetal development in the second trimester. Now, Doctor, when are the first movements felt? And uh, are, are there things like the placement of the placenta that can uh, alter that or, as far as you'd feel it later? Or, um, Certainly, the placement of the placenta, yeah. the, uh, uh, the weight of the mother itself mm-hmm. can, can vary. Generally, um, you'd expect the quickening or flattering around 16 weeks. On a first pregnancy, second pregnancy, you can tell your mom's tell you in a 14 weeks. Oh, it, wow. It's probably because they're more sensitized also to know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's about 16 weeks. and They know it's not like gas or something like that or something right, they just ate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and movement, per se, they begin to uh, probably detect around 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Thumbs go, whoa, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I and I wonder too, like with the, I had anterior placentas with all three of my kids and it just confirmed through the ultrasound. So for me, it was a little bit later. I still remember with my firstborn, I was in a really boring, I was in graduate school at the time um, and I was in like a physical oceanography class or something like that. And uh, I'd just eaten and, and it was something where I was just kind of focusing on baby and that was when I first, but it wasn't until like 21, 22 weeks, something like that. So I wonder if the placenta being in the way or being in the front there had something to do with the fact that I didn't feel. It may have something to do with that because you mm-hmm. have that extra thickness mm-hmm. and the placenta may add another two, three centimeters. Mm-hmm. And got to realize the baby's still very small. There, even the kick, that that is not a very strong uh, kick. It's just yeah. kind of a little thumb. Mm-hmm. So th- that makes a uh, uh, a difference, I think. Yeah. And That's also whether you pay attention to it or not. At the yeah. <laughs> Samantha, when did you feel the quickening with your daughter? So I don't, I've only had one baby, so she was mm-hmm. only my first. And I felt it at like 14 weeks. Oh. I remember I'd eaten a donut for breakfast. I did it on purpose. Specifically. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to Donut eat, and orange juice. Right after a, talking about gestational diabetes. I know, right? Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to have a donut. I'm going to have some orange juice. And I'm going to sit on the couch. Yeah. And I'm going to see what happens. And it was amazing. It's the, the best feeling. And I was really, really lucky to be able to feel it. So early, I didn't have an anterior placenta, so I was mm-hmm. able to feel really early. And it's so exciting. That's yeah. just a good confirmation exactly. that everything is worth it. Yeah. And when does the baby start to suck his thumb? Do all babies tend to suck their thumbs or some f- tend to be thumb suckers and some don't? 
Does that happen? Some do, some don't. Yeah. Uh, can, can they usually find their thumb, though? Are they doing that in their second trimester, or is that later on? It's more like about 24, 25 weeks. They mm -hmm. probably start making uh, sucking motion mm -hmm. uh, earlier, like about 14, 16 weeks. Oh, okay. But sucking their thumbs is probably like about 24, 25 weeks. Mm -hmm. There's some indication, I don't know how, um, that, that if you suck your thumb, right thumb, you'll be right-handed. Huh. But that's interesting. I'll have to see. I'll have to find out because my uh, second, my first daughter wasn't a thumb sucker, and I can't really tell yet with the toddler if uh, it, what for as far as handedness. Oh really? Oh, I know Olivia's right-handed. Oh really? Every time I hand her something to her left hand, immediately goes to the right. Huh? Yeah, she said. Why is the baby's skin? Uh, when does it stop to be so translucent? Because it starts out pretty translucent, right? It was right? almost like very, very thin. You yeah. can almost see the blood vessels. Mm -hmm. uh, and as it progresses uh, towards uh, 24 weeks, it becomes what we call keratinized. Mm -hmm. Keratin is a uh, molecule that is thick, like in our skin. Okay. And that actually serves to prevent any of the moisture and fluids from the baby uh, coming out from the baby into mm -hmm. the uh, environment. Oh, okay. So at that point, it becomes uh, uh, opaque. Okay. And when does vernix start to, it's kind of the, cottage yeah, the, the, right. the cheesy kind of um, coating on the baby. Right. When does that start to form? It's called vernix caseosa. Caseosa means cheese. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like to use words like that. Yeah. So uh, that's close about the same time. Okay. And it's actually, uh, and just before that, you also had the uh, time for Meso Lanugo, these little fine hairs. Mm -hmm. And the vernix is attaches to that just to protect the baby uh, um, because it's going to be in a fluid environment for the rest of the pregnancy. Yeah, so that way they don't get all wrinkly, like coming out of a bathtub, basically. So right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did your daughter? Did she have any vernix on her when she was born? You know what? She was born at forty and six, so she was pat past her due date. Yeah. Um. So no, she had no. Well. I was also under general anesthesia, so I don't have a whole lot of recognition the yeah. first, like, two hours. So mm -hmm. they very well, she very well might have, and they she might have been just coded, yeah, wiped all white. it all the way. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to see. Yeah. Yeah, but most of the time, that disappears closer to the end of the pregnancy. Really? Most of the babies born at term, they are born pretty um It's pretty clean. much gone by that. Clean. Yeah. They've <laughs> taken a shower before yeah. coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was something that my midwife noted with my third daughter, because she had almost none. Really? Uh, yeah, and we pretty much knew when she was conceived, uh, just due to my husband's deployment schedule. But oh. uh, she came out and she had almost none, and she was like forty weeks, five days. And my, wow. my midwife was like, "Are you sure? Like, you know, oh, like your dates are were you right. sure? Yeah, about the the dates being right." Um, and then some of that was ultrasound too, because right. I went in for an ultrasound, and and the uh, <laughs> the tech was was funny, or he's trying to be funny. He said, "Okay, so at at birth your baby's gonna be twelve pounds," you know, and like I was like at twenty eight weeks, and he was calling it like thirty four weeks or thirty two weeks. That's also pretty like that. unreliable, also. So. Yeah, by that time, yeah. So but still, it still freaks you out to think that you're gonna push out something that weighs twelve pounds. Yeah, she was almost ten, so that's just it was fine. I have a proven pelvis. It's good. So, well, thanks, Dr. Goykochea, for joining us today. For more information about the doctor and his OBGYN practice, as well as information about our panelists, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, Dr. Goykochea will be discussing what your care provider is looking for besides the gender of your baby during your 20 week ultrasound. To join our club, visit our website, www.preggypals.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, we love getting feedback from you guys and different questions from our listeners. And this question is from Janie in Connecticut. She says, hey, Preggy Pals, I'm so excited to have found your podcast through iTunes. My husband and I aren't pregnant yet, but we're trying to learn as much as we can about pregnancy so we're better prepared. We've also had some trouble conceiving. Do you have any episodes that focus on conception, or is everything geared towards pregnancy after the baby is conceived? Hey, everyone. This is Sunny. I'm one of the producers on the show. So, yes, to answer your question, um, Preggy Pals is obviously about pregnancy, but we do have a lot of people that listen to the show that are trying to conceive. And so we have a series that we've been doing on the show. It's called Getting Pregnant, and it covers all things fertility. So I think we've got a few episodes out right now. If you go to our website and click under the episodes section, you'll see a section for episode series. Look under getting pregnant, click that and it'll list all the episodes available. But we do plan to continue um, to release more episodes in this series. If you guys have a story idea specifically about fertility that you would like us to address, please let us know. Send us an email to the website and our website is uh, www.preggypals.com. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, Twin Talks, for parents of multiples, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Next week, we'll be continuing our series on childbirth education methods. Linda Goldsmith, the owner of Pregnancy Sanctuary in Encinitas, California, will be on the show to talk about her sacred pregnancy classes. This is Peggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.